All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast, your ultimate source for all the conversations and reactions in the entertainment world. We break down all you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. I'm Trey Alessio, the Don of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Consigliere. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good to be back to the real podcast, yes. the official podcast. Uh, last night we did Don and Gumaz, uh, kind of launched a new little off-brand podcast with... Uh, Taylor Sheehan, Brandon's significant other, and a yes. friend of ours, Emily Weiss. So if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. We had a good time, and it was pretty fun. Uh, but we're going to we're gonna break down some news and have a good time on this one. We have a lot to talk about, so uh, let's hop right into it. As always, we're going to start our podcast with our Shoot the Shit segment. Um, any albums, songs you've listened to, movies, TV shows you've seen since the last podcast that you'd like to talk about. Um, that we're not really going to break down. Wait, you got anything with this one today? Uh, the one, so we're going to break down some of the stuff we saw. Uh, w- the other one I saw was uh, Brexit, the HBO. Oh, shit, yeah, that's right. It, uh, is that good? Film. Is that worth watching at least? It's pretty good, um, especially if you don't know, like, really about Brexit, mm-hmm. what it was. Or I know, how, like, it's, about it, but nothing right. more than just, like, what it is. You know right, I mean? and it, this shows pretty detail of how it happened. So um, Benedict Cumberbatch's character was basically the guy who ran the whole Brexit campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird they tied in a lot of stuff. So, like, one of the scenes is uh, Steve Bannon is in it. Okay. Um, and they're talking about Cambridge uh, Analytica, which was one of the big um, data firms that was helping the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's very like a lot of similarities between, like, kind of some of the questionable stuff that was going on in the Trump campaign and then it was also going on in the Brexit campaign. Okay. Um, and basically so, like just lying on social media to target these people Okay, and stuff. So without, I know this is like a real thing and we know how we feel about real life shit right. and then spoilers, right. but without really spoiling anything for me, is this like a corrupt thing or is it good for britain i guess uh or it's I, not great okay. especially now uh basically a lot of the people that voted for it were like fed a lot of lies that like oh you're not gonna have to pay this money so it's going to free okay uh, you know but they go in, they go more into but kind it, of that i guess they or? don't really go into that angle of like what it is now mm-hmm. like because that was just a referendum so they haven't actually left the EU yet. Yeah. Um, that's actually going on now. Okay. Um, but this more shows how they got to the vote of yes, of to leave. Okay. So it's more of that stuff, which does have, you know, some pretty skeptical stuff in it. Okay. 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 So uh, Brexit, I will definitely have to check it out. It's on HBO. HBO. Okay. Yep. HBO's my shit, so you know I'll be on it kind that. of, honestly, the style of it kind of felt a little bit like the big short or like okay. Vice. Like, they have, like, similarities in how they, like, present people. Okay, okay. So it's like... It's like a it's weird... It's kind of stylized, kind of yeah. like... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I like movies like and that. And, like, Benedict Cumberbatch at some points, like, kind of breaks the fourth wall. Okay. So, like, there's... That's fun. I like yeah, that. So. That's cool. Okay. Cool. Um trying to think of i started punisher season two did you watch the first season no, of that? i didn't watch punisher um, the first season's fucking amazing i can already tell i don't like the second season as much i'm about 
little bit less than halfway through, so I got to finish that. But uh, one dude I really want to talk about, I think I uh, sent you the track list for this. Yeah. But the dude's name is Boogie. He's a rapper. Um, he, he came out with a single called Silent Ride. But uh, he also has a single called Self-Destruction, which is a banger. This is more of like an introspective song, The Silent Ride. But uh, his album, Everything's for Sale, comes out tomorrow. He is signed to Shady, which is Eminem's label. Eminem is going to be featured on the album. Um, I, I don't know. This is crazy for me because, like, I've never listened to a full boogie project. Yeah. Like, this is this will be the first one. I've heard songs, obviously. But... I, I don't want to hype it up too much because I think last time I did that with like Oxnard, it totally did not live up to expectations. But like it's weird for me because uh, he put out kind of like a short film with kind of snippets of yeah. uh, music in it. And just watching that, listening to both of the songs that will be on the album and kind of the potential around him. And I, he put out a couple freestyles on Shade and um, with Sway and stuff like that. Like... I'm really excited about this album, and I don't really know why, because I don't really know much about Boogie other than he's signed to Shady, but and he's from like Compton, I'm pretty sure. But check, watch out for this album because I, I really think it's going to be good. Hopefully, it lives up to expectations. So, if you haven't uh, checked out Silent Ride, check that out. If you like it, then listen to the album. Okay, so any anything else? No, or should we let's move right get into, into it? it? Okay, so there's going to be a lot, so hopefully we can condense it as much as we can, but break down everything. So we're going to start with uh, movies and TV. Um, let's start with Oscar nominations. This was kind of the big thing that happened here. Okay, Oscar nominations. Um, this is kind of the big thing in movies right now, so we got to break it down. We can kind of predict and do that whole thing, and then at the end I kind of want to touch some bullet points. But uh, we can start with the nominations themselves. We'll start off with the biggest one, which is Best Picture. A lot of like – this is really interesting to me because in the, the first time in a long time, I've seen every movie but two on here, which – that I don't th- I don't remember the last time I've seen like that many movies in a best picture category for the Oscars in one year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like normally you're like, oh, I see the no- the nominations now. I want to go see it. You know what I mean? Yep. So best picture nominations: Black Panther, which is a huge deal. We're gonna get back to that. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, which is also another big deal. Um, the Favorite, Green Book, Roma, Star- Stars Born, and Vice. So let's break these down here. So first off, Black Panther becomes the first superhero movie to ever get a Best Picture nom. Um, if you're, if you want to argue it, I personally think like The Dark Knight would. If it were me, I would have given that a nom. But uh, nonetheless, Black Panther gets it. And I, I personally think it's deservingly so. I keep seeing these unpopular opinions on Twitter about yeah. Infinity War is better. Like, I don't know. And I, maybe we talked about this in our year-end list, and maybe it I, did it rank higher. No, I had Infinity War higher, but I said Avengers. Like, if you take I it said, as a solo. I said, yeah, I said Black Panther was a better movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I, I definitely agree with that at, in terms of, like, if you piece together the storytelling as an arc right. and you bring in – the that's fact that they I can take, yeah that's why i took or uh, infinity, infinity war. war over yeah the fact they right. can piece in all together all those characters that part 
obviously is a crazy thing to do and I appreciated it like crazy. But in terms of solo movie, I just think Black Panther is good. It means a lot. Okay, so Black Panther in terms of uh, Infinity War, I like you said, I think in terms of it being a solo movie, I think Black Panther is a better movie. It means more to the people. And like I was uh, starting to say, um, I'm not a black dude, but if I were a black dude, like I feel like it means so much. Uh, they bring in the African uh, aspect of it, right. and it just like you, I try and put myself in the mindset, and like I feel like it just means so much. And what pisses me off is when people say, "Well, I feel like I have to like it more because of that," and I'm just like, "It's just just enjoy it. It's a fucking yeah, good right. movie." Like I don't know. I don't know. There is like I sometimes I think people try to have hot takes just to have hot takes. No, like no doubt, it's a, it's it's a good fucking movie. So appreciate it. The fact that it got nom- nominated for an Oscar is incredible. Um, another compelling one is Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah, I was gonna ask <clears throat> you. Do you think are you more surprised by Black Panther or Bohemian Rhapsody? Honestly, Bohemian Rhapsody. I I, I didn't I, think it'd get nommed. Like I I I. If I'm being truthful, I did. I didn't think Black Panther would be not nominated either. Right. But I, di- I didn't think uh, Bohemian would be nominated either. I definitely, definitely think now the momentum that uh, the Golden Globes gave it definitely propelled it because it had to. I don't know. The, just the fact that critically, especially on like Rotten Tomatoes, I wanted to get 62. Yeah. I think. Um, so the fact that it's nominated for an Oscar Best Picture is incredible to me, and not bashing it at all. Like I, I thought it was a really, really good movie. Are you gonna try and see it? Yeah, before? I am. I yeah. am. But it, it's not like it's not like an Oscar, it's not an Oscar movie. movie. Yeah, Which, it's yeah, exactly. straight up, and you haven't even seen it. Right. You can tell that. You know, right. like that's like saying, and not to say that Straight Outta Compton isn't great because I love that movie, but like it's not an Oscar-y movie. <laughs> no, I agree. You know what I mean, I agree. But I don't know. Bohemian Rhapsody was cool. It was a fun movie. <clears throat> I'm interested to see if it's going to be like a dark horse and maybe get some love here. So that'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> if we're making predictions, what uh, what do you want to predict yeah. with this one? I, I will say the one thing people were, seem to be pissed at if Beale Street could talk. Yes, I was non- so surprised. I was surprised that. by that one too. Here's a question for you. If you were to take out one and replace it with we haven't seen a bill street could talk right um but do you think they it replaces black panther or or bohemian is bohemian at the bottom to me it would be bohemian yeah which is crazy to them you don't know yeah um so i really think it's between three okay and it's hard it's to me it's either a star is born roma yep maybe or either green book or the favorite See, I would have put. I haven't seen the favorite, but I. It's just. It's the most nominated movie. I'm pretty sure, uh, tied with those Ro- four are Oscar movies. Whereas yes. the other the three artsy are not. fartsy. Yeah, um, I think it's between. I don't. I don't know. I think it's between A Star's Born and Roma. I haven't seen the, Roma. Those would be. I kind of feel like I. I'm going to watch it just to it's say, on Netflix, right? Yeah, so we can watch it whenever. I will. I, will, I think it's I will more. Watch it. I feel like it's more, and it's a foreign film, right? Which. I mean, it'll be it is a streaming <clears throat> film. Nominated. Yeah, so that's a that's a big that's a big thing too. But um, what was I going to say here? Uh, 
I just feel like it's like a well done, like it's a beautiful movie right. and visually. That's what I've heard. So maybe that's what makes it great. I'm sure it's kind of heartwarming. I'm uh-huh. sure that's why it's a good movie. But I'm interested to see what the love is for Roma. But for me, just like looking at this list, I think it's A Star is Born and Roma. I agree. I Top would just tier. put Green you can Book throw in and the, the favorite yeah. as the two sleepers. I, I, so is Vice just kind of there? Yeah, I was think? surprised Vice even got nommed. Honestly. Yeah, me too. Because that's Again, another, it's that seems more of a popcorny movie than a yeah. And it seems a, like a Golden Globe <laughs> movie than a Oscar movie. That's fair. That's fair because in terms of um, critical acclaim, like we said, in terms of like Rotten Tomato score, it fares on the level of a Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. So that's why it's like crazy that both of these are nominated for a Best Picture. Let's move on. Um, I included some categories that we didn't talk about the Golden Globes right. just because it's Oscars. Uh, best director. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name. Alfonso. I guess I am going to try. Uh, yeah, that. For Roma. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this one I'm not going to try. Do you want to try? Let me read the nom. You read the nom. We'll go every other. Screw them up. <laughs> uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, the favorite. Spike Lee is in Black Klansman. Adam McKay for Vice. Powell Palawakowski for Cold War. Never even heard of Cold War. So the big surprise here is no Bradley Cooper. Yes, uh, that's the biggest snub. That seems to be the biggest snub out of, of all the, of the nominations. All of every, everything, I it think, too. It's weird. So this is this is my thesis. Okay. Okay. I think A Star is Born is going to win Best Picture, Best Actress, and Best Actor. And I think that's why they didn't nominate him for Best Director. Okay. Because I, I think he's going to win Best <clears throat> Actor. And they didn't want to do... Best actor, best director, best picture. Sure, they so they're trying to like limit okay. what he could possibly So do. who wins best director? I think it's Roma. Yeah, I think I think probably Roma. Okay. Um Spike yeah. Lee is kind of maybe uh Spike Lee's first nom ever. Uh yeah. so that's that was a pretty cool thing. I he would be like the dark horse, I think. Yeah. You know, right. just because they want to get him a right. win. I could maybe see that. But I think if I, I think a lot of people would be pissed because of the direction of Roma, I think maybe outweighs the movie. I haven't right. seen it, so I can't say. But that's kind of what I've heard from the grapevine. Um, so and there's the that. favorites nominated for a bunch. So maybe yeah. this is a so, so maybe, yeah, award they win. Maybe they like that. Yeah. All right, best actress. Do you want to yeah, keep doing the Yalitza okay. uh, Parcio for Roma? <laughs> Glenn Close, the wife. She's the one who won the, the Golden, Golden Globe. Globe. Olivia Coleman for the favorite. She also won um, in the Golden Globe. Oh, because they separated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga, Star is Born, and Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Okay, so do we think that this is between Glenn Close and Lady Gaga? Do you put the Roma actress in there? No, I would say this is probably between Lady Gaga and Olivia Colman. Okay, you're right. Olivia Colman, too. I I guess I didn't put that into... Okay, cool. Uh, so you right? think? You think uh, yeah, I sure. think it's Lady Gaga's to lose. I I think it's a fucking shame if she doesn't win. this. I know, dude. It's her role. It's, it's a her. shame. It's yeah. her. It's that's what's crazy. It, it's a fucking shame if she doesn't win. And I think such a good I think movie, she dude. Will. I don't I understand. I think the Golden Globes got it so wrong that the Oscars will be like they have to slam dunk. Yeah. Like okay, sweet. We didn't necessarily want to give a stars born everything. Here's here's but the, we will. Here's we'll the, make everybody happy. <laughs> here's the discussion. Who was better in A Star is Born? Oh, Gaga. You think? Yeah. Over Bradley Cooper? I think Because so. I think Bradley Cooper killed it, too. Bradley Cooper was phenomenal, yes. but I didn't know Lady the dude Gaga's movie. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Okay. Um, best best actor. actor. This one is more compelling, I think. Yeah, Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, uh, William Defoe, Eternity's Gate, 
uh, Rami Malik, Bohemian Rhapsody, v- uh, Vigo Mortensen, and Green, Green Book. Book. This is honestly a star-studded this field. Is, this is stacked. This could go anywhere. So I think what <laughs> Christian Bale won the Golden Globe, and Remy Malik I think it's also a, won the. I Golden think it's Globe. a three. Um, yep. Tier race. I think Bale, Cooper, Malik. Yes. Now who wins? That's tough. I know you're saying the stars I sweeps. Think, I think, but I think Malik I might get it. But, but then, Malik, but, uh, then but, but then, but then, Christian Bale. Yeah, like I don't think Bale wins here. I don't know. Man. I don't think he wins here. I think he won at the Golden Globes. Although they did split them. Yeah, you know. I don't think. I don't think so. I think it's Cooper or Malik. God, you're right. Hard to not give it to Remy. Yeah, because uh, he embodied Freddie right. Mercury, man, right. no, which is crazy. But, like, his performance – we talked about this in the Golden Globes, but, like, I feel like his performance outshined the movie itself, if yeah. that makes sense. No, I agree. Um, but I think everybody's you could, you could You can make that, yeah. that argument for Christian Bale and Vice, too. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, That's a Brad- tough one. Yeah, it is, because Bradley Cooper was great, too. Yeah. It's just – I don't know if I can even it's, make a prediction. Right. It's – yeah. That's, but I definitely think it's those three. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know if they're going to show love to Vigo Mortensen after the drama. You've yeah. heard – we talked yeah. about that a little. So, I don't think he gets that. Can All right. We, All right. We'll move to Best Supporting Actress, which is also, you know – Pretty, pretty star-studded field. Yeah, pretty Amy stacked. Adams and Vice, uh, Marina de Tavira in Roma. I have to say, you're pretty good at the pronunciation. You just say it fast and, and, it and go good. for it. Yeah. Uh, Regina King and If Beale Street Could Talk, <laughs> she won um, Golden Globe. I think she's the favorite for this. Emma Stone, the favorite, and Rachel Weisch um, in the favorite. I'm trying to remember who the other winner was there. I think it was... Was it Roma? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I honestly don't yeah, know. Yeah, I would say... Is uh, it between Regina Amy King? Adams and Regina King? Yeah, or do you put you the can never Roma? count out Emma Stone. True. I, I don't think. Okay. Uh, this is, again... I mean, Amy Adams and Emma Stone up for supporting actress is crazy. Yeah. Um, same year. I mean, Regina King's a freaking amazing oh, actress yeah. as well, so... Uh, I think I'm going to try and too. see if a Bill Street could talk at Fleur Cinema okay. at some point. I would see the favorite, honestly. It see, got so it looks love. so weird, it though. Does. It, does. I, it does not look like a movie I'd like, but I'd, I'd go see it just to say I saw yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so if you had to predict. I, I'm i predicting Regina King. Okay. That, I think that's the favorite for this one. Um, if I'm picking a second. I think maybe Amy Adams, yeah. but that could also be do. just because that's right. the two that I know. So I don't know. Okay. All right. So best supporting actor we have. I mean, this is a great. This is another <laughs> star. This is, stack this is another stack. Mahershala Ali in Green Book. Uh, Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Sam Elliott, A Star is Born. I was really excited to actually see yeah. if he got a nom yeah. for that. He was really good. He was the brother. He's a great actor brother. Yeah. in general, but I, I was glad to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell for Vice. This, the the surprising one Rockwell, that he got it. Right. Yes, I agree. Because... <clears throat> Uh, we talked the criticism about of bit. him was he was playing he the was imitating him yes of George W. He Bush. didn't embody him he um, right yeah right exactly so I was surprised that he got a nom maybe that's just kind of a filler they didn't have enough and they just gave no. him a nod I think this is Mahershala Ali all the way um, agreed I, maybe you can throw in Sam Elliott I don't know I, I have you seen Black Klansman no no I like I like that movie I just don't think it's worthy of an Oscar. Like I, yeah. I really like it. It was a good message and I liked it. It was satirical, 
But I just don't see Adam Driver winning this. I think it, it's Mahershal Ali is the clear-cut favorite. I, I agree. Think. And I think Sam Elliott's a very distant second. Okay. Okay. All right. So then Best Animated Future, which is another, you know, just it's jam-packed honestly field. the exact same, I think, as uh, the yeah, Golden Globes. It is. But yeah. it's, I, they're just so damn good. Incredibles 2, uh, Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Ralph breaks the internet. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. You got to think Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, it's the favorite. The huge I would favorite. Uh, maybe Isle of dogs. Yeah, maybe that kind of seems uh, more like an artsy movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, Incredibles too. I think you can never count. You can out. never count it out. Right. Although I do want to watch uh, Ralph breaks the internet. I, I, I was a huge fan of the first one. First one was good. Yeah, but I think um, Spider Man runs away with it. I do. I do too. You have? Have you seen that yet? I haven't. I haven't That's either. another one I, I really want to see. I really want to see that. I know. I, it's I need got to go. so much love that yeah. it's like. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of movies that I really want to see. Um, for our first un- Unfiltered Cinematics, I'd like to do a movie from 2019. I think one that could be cool is uh, the new one with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, is it like Serenity? Serenity. Something, something yeah. like that. With uh, who's the other? There's a Honestly, big I don't even know if I saw a trailer for I it. I never saw just, it either. I actually was I looking. I just saw stuff on Twitter about it. it. Um but yeah, people are saying that's crazy. Him for him. Some, and it's not like that beach. Bump. And Hathaway. Oh, okay. Shit. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. someone, the rumor is Jason Clark's also pretty good too. Uh, the rumor was, did you hear? She said she's not going to drink for like another eighteen years. She just had a kid or something. And Hathaway. Yeah. Okay. But the rumor is like she got so drunk with Matthew McConaughey one night. That, like, <laughs> she's she like, I'm drink not drinking drink, anymore. So, Does anyway. that come out this Friday? Did you see on there? Uh, I, Sorry, I still have it up. So let me. Because if it does, I, I might be down to go see that. Yeah, and Super Bowl weekend's next weekend, so yeah. this is a good weekend to go see a movie. And it's going to be frigid cold, and we could, you know, do something inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I'm I'm looking. No, you're good. Um, <clears throat> bum, bum, bum. Release date, January 25th, so tomorrow. Yes. Okay, cool. That might be on the docket, maybe then, we, if you're yes, down for that. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, we, I think we both agree. Spider-Man into the universe. Yes. So just some tidbits here that I kind of pointed out. We kind of talked about them. Uh, Roma and the favorite lead the pack with 10 nominations apiece, followed by A Star is Born and Vice with eight noms. Black Panther earned seven noms and Black Klansman won, or or, excuse me, earned six noms. So those are kind of by the numbers. We talked about it already, but Spike Lee got a nomination for Best Director for the first time, while Bradley Cooper got a notable noticeable snub. That's throughout Twitter that day when the Oscar noms broke. That was the biggest snub that I saw, period. Um, Black Panther becomes the first superhero movie ever to be nominated. We talked about that. Um, I always like to include visual effects just because they're movies that are more mainstream and popcorn and fun. Um, Infinity War, Ready Player One, and this is kind of surprising, but it got a nom, so I have to mention it. Solo, A Star Wars Story, all got uh, nominations for visual effects, so I thought that was cool. Uh, Yeah, so what what do you think there? Do you think... That's kind of a stacked one too, honestly. I think yeah. I don't know. Like Ready I'm a huge one, I'm a huge Ready yeah. Player One fan, but you can't not you can't not include Infinity War, right. you know what I mean? But so that's that's fun too. So are we happy with these nominations? Do yeah, you no, think I think for the most part they got it right. The Bradley Cooper one's definitely yeah. the most kind of shocking. Um, one that I, I even said for the Golden Globes that I was surprised because especially I put um Black Klansman on the same tier as that one movie I was telling you about. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, I, I I put that honestly on the same tier in terms of like 
the message they're trying to convey. Um, Sorry to bother you is more of a huge metaphor, um, whereas Black Klansman is kind of more in your face just telling you the story. I really, really like Sorry to Bother You, and I was kind of like, I was, that was like my dark horse, like maybe it gets some love and it didn't. Yeah. So. I yeah. was also, I think, the eighth grade movie, the yeah, Bo Burnham yeah, movie. That I was surprised that it didn't get nominated for like something. Any, anything. Yeah. yeah. So. Maybe like in the yeah. low categories, like the design yeah. and shit like that. I don't even know. But yeah. yeah, that one. I was surprised that one didn't get like one kind of May, throw, throw her, nomination. you know, a bone and yeah. say best actress. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, is that in like is that at know. Floor Cinema still? That, I don't. That'd know. be one to be kind of yeah. fun to see too. I bet. But okay, cool. Um, do we want to even touch on the no host? They didn't. I don't think so. Okay, we don't want to do that. We should do like a live podcast during the Oscars. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be and pretty just cool. Go through all the. Yeah, I called that. <laughs> <laughs> do our our last minute predictions. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. I'd be down for that. All right, let's move on. I, I broke the shit out of this trailer. I, I I'm see not that. Gl- You've seen the trailer, right? I have seen the okay, trailer that's a couple good. times. Okay, so Spider-Man Far From Home trailer came out. So to preface this, I heard a rumor that Marvel and Sony were kind of butting heads with this. So obviously the main question is like when does this take place in the Marvel timeline, and we're going to get to that. But I heard – that Marvel did not want them to release this trailer. And Sony just said, fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. So I don't know if there's beef there or whatever, but okay. that was interesting, especially in terms of what the trailer told us. Right. There's a lot going on. So we're going to break it all down. We have a lot to talk about here. Um, so first of all, how hot is Aunt May? She is. Woo! Well, Smoke show. May. Um, this is the first time we've seen like a young Aunt May. I'm all here for it. I'm a fan. Um, in the trailer, we kind of get like flirty vibes with Happy and, Hap- and her. Yep. Do you think they hook up? Seems like it. I think so too. Maybe it's a secret John Favreau. Thing. Yes, it. John Favreau. I see you. Um, and then also, do do we like the fact that Aunt May knows about Spider Man's identity? I think it's an interesting new twist. Yes. I, I, it's better than it's doing different. recycling like the same story exactly. over and over again. Exactly. So in the trailer, it looks like uh, Spider-Man is like giving a speech to kids or something, yeah. and he's high-fiving Aunt May. I just think it's a fun yeah. twist on it, and I'm sure they'll kind of explain Expand more. It, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, what's the next thing we got? So obviously the premise of this sequel is Spider-Man or Peter Parker, I guess he is taking a trip abroad to Europe. Uh, I think it's confirmed two locations, at least Venice, Italy and Paris, Paris, France. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are the two that we know we're going to get in this movie, but Maybe he travels. And then so kind of the fun little twist on this one is he wants to just be a kid and leave Spider-Man at home. Yeah. So do we like that? Do you think it's compelling? Obviously, he's going to become Superman yeah. or Superman, Spider-Man. Yeah. That'd be a phenomenal <laughs> yeah, twist. He turns into Straight Superman. Into Superman. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's an interesting twist. I think what they really could do with that is play it where if this is right after – end game yeah which we'll, we'll get it into could, the timeline right it could be one of those like yo that was crazy like i just need to get away like mm-hmm. take a break from all of this yeah. stuff and go you know enjoy this vacation 
and so that's why he doesn't bring it. So I think if that's where the timeline is, I think that storyline kind of makes sense. Okay. Okay. I, I think it makes it more relatable just because I think every kind of kid goes through that where, especially if you're a famous kid. No. Um, like you just want to be a kid yeah. and you want to leave get all, away. all your baggage behind, yeah. you know? So I think that's, that's, that's like a relatable touch to it, which I appreciate. Um, another big thing, they dropped this on us. Uh, Nick Fury is going to be in this movie, Samuel Jackson. Um, so basically, he hijacks um, Peter Parker's trip. He blow darts uh, the, the friend. Yeah. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But um, will Nick Fury replace Tony Stark as Peter Mentor? That could also lead us into the conversation, does Tony Stark die? We don't have to argue that right now. But just do you think... Yeah, Nick I Fury. Think also, oh, sorry to cut you off. I think good. this is the one mistake they made. I don't think they Showing needed to include that, Nick Fury because yeah. it kind of that would like, have been a cool surprise, right? Yeah. It, yeah. So I didn't really enjoy that part, but Happy's in it. So, like, could you also see? Could the surprise be in the movie that Iron Man is also there? True. Or but he also did say in the trailer, if you recall, at the beginning when he was meeting with. Uh, happy yeah. that is meeting with spider-man he's like he says you're all alone yeah so that's but that could just be that could be anything yeah but you know people are taking it as, oh my god iron man dies yeah, yeah. So, I don't it's know. an interesting it's thing interesting, but i yeah. i agree with you that that would have been a cool surprise similar to the fact that um we're gonna get lando in the new right. star wars like that would have been a fucking great surprise right. you know shit like that um we also get a first look at jake gyllenhaal as mysterio Really cool. I'm really interested in this character. I think he's going to be cool. Um, One thing that this is really cool that I watched this trailer breakdown and they pointed this out that I didn't catch on first glance, but when he's doing his little green power thing, he has the same symbols or similar symbols, I guess, as Doctor Strange. One, maybe they become, you know maybe allies in the in future movies or you know maybe well, he goes movie, against it, dr strange the, when when he comes in it sounds like he's trying to help spider-man yeah. so in the trailer it honestly looks as if he's a good guy right. personally because mysterio i was reading up a little bit on him is the master of like manipulation and um illusions and shit like that right. so maybe he's doing put it on a front and then trying to um, lure Spider-Man in somehow. That's what I see foresee happening. Right. But the fact he does look like a good guy in this trailer, which is interesting. Um, what I guess, what would you like? Would you? Because we also get these kind of other CGI villains, which we'll talk about, where it looked like a, a water dude. Uh, there was a brief fire dude, and then a um, like rock a rock dude. looking yeah. Sandman dude. Um, so would you rather have those guys as the main villains and then Mysterio helping or would you, what, 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 what's your take here? I guess. Yeah. My, I, I would assume since he is kind of the master of manipulation, it's help him defeat them. And then he can kind of like act like, Hey Peter, you know, I'm a good yeah. guy. And then he's like slowly he's trying to him. manipulate him. Okay. Yeah. To, okay. Yeah. That's Take advantage of him being kind of a naive true. kid. And obviously, this is all speculation. We're just kind of guessing based off the trailer, but I think that's what makes it fun. So another thing that this uh, trailer breakdown pointed out, which I thought was interesting, um, the other villains we got, like I said, the fire dude, the water dude, and the sand earth dude. Yeah. So one, 
they pointed out, and I'm not a big comic book uh, buff, you know, so yeah. I, this is just all speculation here. Um, could they be the elementals, which includes Hellfire, obviously fire, Hydron as water, Magnum as the earth, and Zephyr as air? So that's one um, option, I guess. Or we have these other separate characters that they could be. It could be Molten Man, Hydro Man, and Sandman. So these are two separate, uh, not two separate characters, but like two sets of characters here. Um, so what do you think here? First of all, I have a take on the CGI um, villains, I guess. This this is the only part. I'm, I love this trailer. I thought it was awesome. It was really fun and cool. This is the one thing I'm skeptical about. This is this is what got DC fucked up. They rely too heavily on CGI Absolutely. and godlike powers. Marvel does a great job. I, I've said it from the beginning. They do a great job, even though it's a science fiction um, character. They they bring it down to ground level to where you believe as if it could happen. Right now, the CGI characters with Sandman and the Waterman and the Fireman, like. I don't know. You're you're treading thin ice there, like. But they could be minor characters that they are definitely in could it be. For they could be just a manipulation that Mysterio, you know, right. puffs up. So I wouldn't read too much into that. Okay, Marvel's not going to make any sort of mistake. DC. I don't made. think so. I don't think so either. But that's the one skeptical part I have of this trailer. Not to say that they're not cool. I just I don't want that to be like a main storyline. Right. I I don't. But um. I guess in terms of the elementals, and it could or just be the, one movie instead of like every DC. Movie. True, very, very true. But in terms of that too, though, I think what they're going to go more of a cosmic route, especially after uh, Captain Marvel. So keep that in mind. But if you had to choose between the elementals or this Molten Man, Hydro Man, Sandman, I guess who, which, which group would you rather have, or do we care? I don't care. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, no, that's fine. I know that doesn't I think, make for great conversation. No, that's okay. I, I think I think in terms of more importance, I think it would be cool to have a like a group like the Elementals, where yeah. they actually mean something. Um, it just feels weird that we get a group and Mysterio in the movie. I know, movie. I know. That's why it's a big question mark. But I don't know. Hopefully, they're not too much a part of the story. That's that's my only hope. Okay, um, this is another kind of big kind of crazy thing that I caught in the trailer here. So the girl standing alongside Nick Fury when it appears they're shooting at the sand-looking dude. Um, we only see the back of her head. So there's multiple people that are, you know, she could be or that people are speculating her to be. One, I think it's Maria Hill, the Colby Smolders from yep. uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yep. That's probably the most likely candidate. Even though she faded away. F she got she got faded away. Um, two, it was a girl. I was watching this trailer breakdown, and they pointed her yeah. out from um, Civil War that helped Captain America. I don't remember her name. Yeah, but three uh, of them. No, it was, uh, fuck, what's her name? I don't, I don't remember. Off. You're going to look it up? Yeah. I'll, I'll say the third one that could be the biggest one, which would be crazy as a cameo, Captain Marvel. Because if you do still shot it and you zoom in, it does look like she has blonde hair. And Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. I think that is it. Um, so if uh, to further speculate with the Captain Marvel, 
Nick Fury is in Captain Marvel, so and he calls Captain Marvel in at the end of Infinity War. So does she come and help out fucking Spider Man? That'd be interesting. Seems a little far fetched. It but. definitely does, but you never know. So there's that, and then the uh, what else we got here? Okay, Spider Man's new suits, very cool. We got two two confirmed new suits. One, it looks like the old suit, but it's more red and black than red and blue. Yep, kind of cool. Still has the wings, and then two, it's more of the stealth suit where it's all black. It yep. looks kind of lower tech. That was kind of cool. That kind of um, I don't know if it's homage, but like it looked kind of like Spider-Man the Spider Man Noir or two. That one, but Spider-Man Noir in the uh, Spider-Verse. Okay. Did you see the trailer for that where it was Nick remember. Cage's character? He's like he's like a spy type okay. Spider-Man. So there's that. Kind of cool. Okay. So the biggest kind of question I think that we get from this trailer, the biggest, the biggest missing piece to this movie after this trailer, I guess. When does it take place? Is it before Infinity War? So... That would be right after Homecoming, I guess, before Infinity War happens. Is it after Endgame where, uh, I mean, we all know that they're going to come back in some capacity anyway. So obviously they're back and Nick Fury's there and Spider-Man, who also got dusted, is there. Is it after Endgame or this is a mindfuck, but could Whatever happens in Endgame with the um, quantum realm, think about the quantum realm. Does it, whatever they do, they go back in time or something, does it maybe like duplicate a dimension or a new dimension or an alternate timeline? Do you think that that is a possibility? Which is hard to kind yeah, of that'd be, grasp right yeah, now. Yeah. But I would say I it's probably less of like a possibility. That. I would probably just assume it's after Endgame. Okay, I and, think and that's they probably just the said fucking drop the trailer. Yeah, because they didn't exclusively say. Yeah, which like, I we think, don't know when the and also another is. thing that kind of is keeping us guessing is they had the shot of the, the passport, passport yeah. and they left out the year, so they're trying to fuck with us a little right. bit. Um, I don't know. That's that's something to ponder, I guess. Another cool little thing that I got from this uh, trailer breakdown. Did you catch the background construction as Spider-Man swung through the skyscrapers? Uh, is it just the rebuild after the snap? Or could it be a construction of a new Avengers tower? Or even in this trailer breakdown, there is a uh, tower that hosts the Fantastic Four in... I th- maybe New York. I mean, maybe he comes back to, excuse me, New York. So are they going to tease Fantastic Four for the future? Another kind of thing to speculate. Um, I, I love shit like that where, oh, yeah. it, where it keeps us guessing and keeps us wondering. Last question for this topic, though. What are your expectations for this movie after seeing this trailer? They're high. I honestly have higher expectations for this than I do for Captain Marvel. Wow, nice. Just because the first one was so good. He was really oh, yeah. good in Civil War. Definitely. Like, he, he's just been a really good character um, and a different Spider-Man, I think, than Definitely. all the other Spider-Mans we've seen. So, I really like it. I, Do you I, think it has more, I guess, more potential to fail, though, especially with these CGI characters? Are you not too no, concerned with that? No, I think it has less. Than, Mar- than Captain Marvel? Yeah. Okay. I think Captain Marvel could be like tremendously great or like 
kind of a failure. Kind of. Which, not a fail, but like in Marvel terms, like just a very average movie. Sure. Okay. Which would suck greatly for uh, Marvel in general because that's going to be their poster right. in a woman yeah. of the future. No, yeah, so no. in terms of that, yeah, it'd be bad. Captain Marvel has a lot more to Not lose. Great. So that's just interesting to talk about too. Okay, let's move on. We uh, we were really compelled. This is what we're here for. <laughs> this is what Brandon has been waiting for. The Firefest documentary. You saw both of them. They're two out right now. Yeah. One on Netflix, one on Hulu. Um, I watched the one on Netflix, so we're going to go probably into more detail with that one. Yeah. Um, so first of all, do you do you want to kind of explain what happened in the documentary, or do we just kind of want to talk about it Yeah. in terms of all these other people, you know, guessing that they watched it too, or how do you want to do this? I don't know. I don't know either. There's, there's, a lot. there's a lot to break down if we like actually say what happened. So basically, if you haven't seen it, pause the podcast pause. and go listen, go, watch go watch the Netflix. It's one. It's only like an hour. And Let a half. me tell you about the Hulu one. The only good thing about the Hulu one is they have the Billy McFarland, who was like the brainchild of Firefest, um, and he sits down for an interview, and you can just see like how like psychotic he actually is and how much of just a stone cold liar he is okay that's the only good thing about the hulu one okay. the netflix one is much better to me okay cool so just to give like a slight slight background i won't spend too much time on it yeah basically this billy mcfarlane is kind of an entrepreneur kind of investor scam artist, honestly. scam artist type guy and he created this app or this like service i guess called fire where they're trying to streamline booking artists for parties and shit like that so like you could have jaw rule come play at your birthday 16th birthday party yeah and you would go on fire.com or whatever the fuck it was and yeah and select jaw rule and book him it makes it they they called it the uber of booking right which is kind of interesting um so they got all these investors and all this money behind them, and they wanted to celebrate with a f- music festival. So that so there's two different entities. There's the Fire app, which a bunch of software people were working on, and then they b- have the Fire Festival. Right. So there's two different sides to yeah. it. So that's just kind of some background, and then we get into the whole crazy yeah. ass Fire Fest part where it was just a big scam and what the fuck crazy yeah this dude is just a so i will say this I, j- this is my one tiny piece to to like i don't even want to say defend him but the dude is an ultimate salesman he oh, yeah, got no, he yeah. got all these he's people he's a used car salesman re- like definitely can sell you fucking anything definitely and that's what I, like i'm trying to think to myself like how did all these people buy into this yeah and how did all these people like trust this guy yeah like he has he's to be an epic salesman which some of the shit though was stupid like one of the guys told a story about how like yo billy this is a huge problem and he was like we're not yeah. problem we're solution yeah. oriented yeah. company like what the fuck I, if, if someone would have said to me we're not like a problem or worry or whatever we're a solutions oriented company i just smacked the shit out of them being like <laughs> fuck off oh, so like man. some of it was like these guys were just like ripened to be brainwashed yeah but like, they were yes men he brings a uh, old dude that he's like we got we the gotta past. talk about that man oh shit <laughs> he got this guy who 
basically was ready to go suck the head of customs dick. Not basically. To free some water. Literally. He agreed to. He was about to. He said, yo, I need you to go suck this guy's dick to free some water. And he literally got in his car to go do it. Yeah. Like, like what? He just brainwashed the these fuck, guys. Like, dude. I, 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 I cannot fathom it. Yeah. First of all, I'm so surprised that dude even said this on the documentary. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, Keep that to your side. You're not retired. Now people know what like you are willing to do. Like, now you are a meme. I've seen no memes excuse. on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like what are you? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah that poor guy. He should have never have told that story, but God yeah. bless him for it. But it, it's amazing. So again, I'm assuming you've seen this, but it, Firefest happened. It was really when like all of the influencers and models and stuff were down there the first time and they shot yes. the promo video. Yes. That I li- was I like, like I like how they said at the end of the documentary that was Firefest. But it was. It like, was. That was it. And then like they tried to sell everybody like we're basically going to do this again but together for 4 days and play yeah. some music. Yeah. And like it was an interesting idea and if they were actually like smart and committed to pulling it off it would have been dope it could have been great fuck yeah but like they just were so bad yeah and like they just rushed it yeah like and they're kind of stupid okay so let's talk about this like the island said you can you can buy this island but you can't say it was Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Escobar's. So what do they do? The they very put, first they sentence they're like Pablo Escobar's, Escobar's island or private island. <laughs> so the island's like yeah, get the fuck off. Yeah, so they have to go somewhere else. Right. So then Dumb they asses. start like photoshopping their island to try to make it look yeah. like it's an island when it wasn't. Yeah. It was like yeah. a little tiny beach that wasn't a beach. It was all gravel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. And then like <laughs> they're selling $50,000 like. I think what they, are they called, called those tents villas, am I villas. right? Villas. Is that yeah. what it was? I think. And they were just FEMA tents. Yeah. Like hurricane relief tents. Like, how the fuck do you sell this? Literally, these people are going to be here, and what? They're just going to be like, oh, cool, yeah. a tent. And they had one guy who literally was like, yeah, I went and tried to sleep in it one night, and it was fucking miserable. Yeah, mosquitoes. Got bug bites. It was hot. And we're, we're uh, solution-oriented people. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> he just, like, kicks him off, and is like, yeah. okay, you, you need to go. Like, these guys never thought through this shit. Yeah. The one amazing thing we talked about before uh, the podcast in the Hulu doc he had said he was going to buy all these mansions for the influencers and like models, and the excuse he he gave Hulu or the Hulu guy for not doing so was no, I actually did. We just lost lost the box of physical keys. Oh yeah, to those houses, dumbass. Like, no, you didn't. You but you didn't. Like yeah. you just never fucking bought them. And then he would like Photoshop all of these wire transfers to make it look like he sent money. And everybody was like, yeah, we didn't receive the money. But no one would, like, cut him off. Yeah. Like, he just got whatever money he fucking asked and that's for. The, that's the thing and that also blew my mind. Like, how they just cut to, like, the board meeting that they're having. And he's nonchalantly saying, yeah, we're going to need uh, one or two more million. Yeah. And the girl's just like, okay. I'm <laughs> just like, Jesus Christ. But he just lied about all sorts of yeah. shit. So one of the interesting things, I guess, in the Hulu thing, because they kind of talk more about Fire as a company, okay. as a whole. So he actually had a deal in place with Comcast for really? like ninety million dollars. Jesus, to to broadcast it or something? No, for Fire, like fi- for the actual oh, Fire oh, oh. app. Okay, okay, but he okay. was then going to use it for yeah the festival. 
But the guy who started the fire fraud Twitter account, yeah, like caught wind of this and actually called Comcast and was like, "Do not sign this deal until after the festival." Really? Yeah. So they like agreed wow. they wouldn't do that. Wait, wait. I'm trying to. What What was his? Uh, I know he like he didn't have anything to do with the fest, but was he like a lawyer or some shit? I, he was a lawyer he did, or he like, did he was something. In like high finance or something okay. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, financier. Yeah. yeah, that's what he yeah. was. Because, I mean, obviously, this uh, just a random dude doesn't bring down the whole thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. So You're he right. actually called Comcast, got them to cancel Damn. that $90 million deal. Damn, that's crazy. And so, one, like, he saved a Comcast $90 freaking million. Yeah. Dollars. But, like, basically, they showed, like, Billy was able to, like, edit a bunch of their, like, tax documents and all this stuff and, like, showed that they had like had like sixty million dollars in sales already mm-hmm. when they had only had sixty thousand. Yeah, sixty thousand I and saw it, that. Like yeah. it's just like amazing yeah. the manipulation and lying. Oh yeah. This dude went through. The another crazy part to me, we talked about this just before the podcast, is that um literally they had to get the whole island, the people who lived there, the whole like village like, to work yeah. to build hundreds like, of everything. People. And Probably damn they near just thousands. don't get paid. Yeah. Like what? That just Fuck blows it. my fucking mind. Fuck it. Like they're depending on this for like living. Like I'm just like yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. He just and then lied. and then we got to like, talk. They never about, even were like, yo, listen, this isn't gonna work. Tell people not to come. Or well, like, to, nor or let them the, know like near the end coming, they were like, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. Yeah. He's like, it has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, or let them know like straight up like. This year to come, it's not going to be what you think. Yeah. Like, you can't just be like, oh, three days to Firefest, you're going to have the fucking time of your life. Yeah, they keep posting like they shit from the promo video. Lying. Yeah. And another thing, another thing, to the people who, like, bought these tickets and, like, were expecting something great, the fucking fest itself, like, the lineup was not great. Trash, bro. Blink-182. Blink-182. Like, good music, cool, but, but like, no, they, didn't they didn't even say who it was. Yeah. It's probably like Psy High the Prince or some <laughs> shit. Like, like, Kanye ain't fucking doing it that It ain't shit. Kanye. It ain't Big Sean. Yeah. It ain't, like, it ain't Kanye. Even if it was. Yeah, even. Yeah, Worth like, $50,000? And then, um, what, Major Lazer was the other, only one they actually had on the dock? Like, crazy. Like, yeah, no, why it the was fuck not a good, pay for all yeah. that shit? They thought they were going to go down there and fuck. Bella Hadid and like yeah that was it exactly exactly also it blows my mind it also blew because that's really like the it the first time it kind of like opened my eyes to like how those models do business and shit they just pay Kendall Jenner two hundred thousand dollars to post a picture one post Jesus Christ I I can't even fathom that yeah it's insane dude yeah so here's another thing and we didn't talk about this so in the Hulu doc. I guess I'm giving the Hulu doc more credit than I initially kind of now that I'm thinking about it. But, yeah. Um, so at the end, when Billy and all of them are back, okay, mm-hmm. Billy, like, realizes, like, he fucked over all these people and stuff. So his idea was to go back to the Bahamas and steal his merch from customs because they had taken all of his merch because he didn't pay any of them. Oh my so they God. held all of his merch. So he convinced the guy didn't admit it, but he basically convinced one of the Bahaman guys, the dude who called him. No, it was a different guy oh, okay. to steal his, all of the fire merch, like dad hats, sweatshirts, t-shirts from customs. And they flew it back to America. 
Wait, so he actually went through with yeah. it? Holy shit. Yeah. That's ballsy as hell. Like, well, Speaking what? of ballsy shit, when he was out on bail and he still, yeah. he's not the face of it, but he gets another dude to be the face of and it. And he films it all. Yeah, and he films it all. He, and the funniest thing was like when he's like, yeah, I always, uh, it, it's always I, I, I learned that it's always better to have shit filming. Yeah. I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot, no, bro. No. It's called <laughs> evidence. This, <laughs> true. <laughs> this man, this man, while he's out on fucking probably million dollar bail, I don't know exactly what it was. He decides to run another scam with selling fake tickets to the same people he already defrauded. Exactly. What a fucking idiot. I will the say the most this. alarming thing on the Hulu doc. They asked him. Kind of how they wrapped it all up was like, did you lie? Simple question. And he says flat out, no. And so then they spent the last 10 minutes of the documentary going by, like, quote by quote what he said and how he lied. It is a good way to kind of nail him at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, it's it's remarkable, the it, people it really he swindled. Is. It really is. And then, like, how about Ja Rule in the little conference meeting when yeah. like, we committed fraud? He's like, that ain't fraud. Yeah. Is false advertising. Which is like, no. I'm That's like, still illegal. I'm like, Ja Rule, you need to chill, bro. He said, no, you that try, ain't fraud. You trying to get out here clean, Ja Rule? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It is insane. I will say one thing about the dude. Um, he's definitely an ideas guy. In terms of like... <laughs> sort bad idea Yeah, but in terms of like concept, like, like we yeah, said no, at the I, beginning... Yeah. If they did pull it off, that would have been a dope ass like oh, concert. Yeah. But like, just the planning sucked yeah. so bad, and like just the lack of like recognition. Oh like, yeah, hey guys, we tried to get this thing ready in four months. Yeah, well, it's not gonna be ready. The dude who almost sucked dick, he was saying that like they plan, they tried to plan shit twelve months in advance, and what they had like. Uh, one month, three, I think, three months, three or something four, like that. Yeah. Still, that's insane. And then, and then Billy fired the guy he paid like two million dollars to feed everybody, like yeah, three weeks before the concert. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like oh my, it's crazy man. What the fuck? It, it's just like and then, okay, how about how about the dude who took all the mattresses and like threw them in the water? The little Asian dude who yeah. went. What a fucking asshole! <laughs> just because you don't want people yeah, next to your tent, you're yeah, gonna just start like, taking that's some Lord the, that's some Lord of the Fly shit for I was real. Like, what is wrong with this kid? Yeah, that's that was that was crazy. Just a crazy documentary. Um, yeah, it was also kind of chilling to hear everybody basically be like, "Yeah, he's gonna do this shit again." Yeah, once he's out the, of prison. The dude, I actually did like the guy with the beard and yeah. kind of the little man bun yeah. thing. He kind of straight up like told it how it was, and they actually had like evidence of him being like, "Yeah, this is like not going to work." Oh yeah, he like straight that. up was like laughing at the yeah. fact that they were actually going through yeah. with it. Um, but yeah, at the end of that, do- at the end of the Netflix documentary, he's like, "I could see ten years down the road when Billy gets out of prison, him popping up again trying to run another scam or yeah. trying to do this other thing." I could definitely see it. Like, That's even on the Hulu doc. Everybody that was on there was like, yeah, he's going to do it again. Yeah, which is oh. insane. It's crazy. crazy. If you haven't seen it, you have to check it out. Yeah, definitely. It's eye-opening, man. It's definitely it's, eye-opening. It's wild. It's crazy. I love shit like that that really like oh, yeah. sticks with you and like yeah. you can talk about like that. So crazy. Fire it was fest. kind of like the uh, Icarus yeah, doc. Yeah, that, that was crazy Where, like too. You're just like. Consumed there's by a lot everything of good, that goes There's a lot of good it. documentaries, yeah. though. Like, yeah. So, okay. 
Let's move on. This one's really interesting for me. Uh, John Bernthal, who is the dude who plays the Punisher. Yep. And Vera Farmiga, I think that's how you say it. Uh, she's been in a ton of shit, like the Annabelle movie. She was the girl from The Departed. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Cool. They both signed on for the Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of Newark. And then this just came out recently. James Galifadini's, that is Tony Soprano, RIP. His son, Michael Gandolfadini, will play a young Tony Soprano in the prequel. He doesn't really look like him, does he? Uh, I saw a picture of him. Not like... Not like maybe special effects and makeup and stuff, but I don't even think they would have to do that just because he's young. So I yeah, mean, he doesn't have to look exactly like him. But um, but then he got blonde hair. No, I think he has br- dark uh, brown hair. Okay. Um, the f- this is really cool for I-, I personally think this will up the movie. So one of my questions here for you was in terms of all of those uh, casting announcements. Does it make you any more excited or less excited? For me, the fact that they hire um, the Tony Soprano's son, like I feel like that gives he's gonna take it more to heart, and it's gonna be more to him. So I'm excited to see if he can embody that because I'm a huge Sopranos guy. Yeah, my favorite show of all time. Like I think this is gonna mean a lot to him, and I think it's going to yeah, but make him sucks. This is true. But I, I will say he's been in the Deuce. Okay. And yeah, as, I, I didn't yeah, I've seen him, I've seen him act stuff. before. Yeah. So and he was he was pretty like he was a minor role in the Deuce. But um, I think he did I think he did a a decent job and I I really think he will he will m- take this to heart and make it a good role. Um, also with the punish the dude who plays the Punisher, John Bernthal. I am super excited to see him in a mafia role. This dude is such a badass. He is the perfect Punisher, and I'm so excited to see him in like a legit mafia role. I just, I'm pumped. I, I love this actor. He's a fucking G. Do you think he'll do well in a, in a Sopranos mafia role? Yeah, it'll just be interesting. To see what the storyline. I feel like I feel like you you don't have you're, you're a little skeptical about this movie. Am I getting that I, vibe? I just think Sopranos plays as a TV show. I don't know how TV shows really struggle. Like think of the Entourage movie was probably the last TV show we loved that yeah. they tried to go. And Entourage is kind of built for a movie. A, yeah. Like, it, it was an episode on steroids, a, basically. Right. And which like, I hope just, that's not it, what this is, but I feel like this is has more Sopranos potential. is more of a slowed burner, like. Yeah. yeah, it's not a fast-paced, which you kind of have to be in a movie. True. Especially nowadays. Maybe yeah. if this were the 90s. Sure. Uh, you know, and you're going up against stuff like but I think, 90s I think, mob movies. Yeah. But nowadays, I... I think this has more potential to open up like a, fran- like a world of Sopranos, which I'm excited for. I don't know. It'll so, be interesting. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. All right, Ghostbusters 2... Uh, sequel is set for 2020, so aka Ghostbusters 3. It already has like a tiny teaser, which is kind of weird, but um, basically, they're ignoring the all female spinoff or sequel or whatever that it reboot, yeah. whatever, and they're like just doing a like a third one, which is kind of interesting. 
So first of all, I guess does this even excite you? No. I'll be honest, I've never even I don't know if I've ever even seen the original Me Ghostbusters, either. which is kind of uh yeah, I probably should see that. Um but then do you think it's a slap in the face to the all female movie or do you I think I saw some of if not all of the all female one, it was actually kind of funny. Was it? Um but I don't think it should be a slap in the face. Like okay. it's just kind of a move along Hollywood's sure. out of ideas. Sure. Yeah, very true. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame will get a live-action adaptation. Are you here for this? Are they just going to do like yeah, every yeah, fucking movie? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't know. I never was a huge fan of the anime movie growing up. Okay. I need to rewatch it because honestly, I don't remember what You happens. know what would be cool is um, Hercules. Like I know they've done like Hercules movies. Yeah, but like, not like the Disney yeah. story. Yeah, no, I think they'll do that. Yeah, they'll do it. They're gonna do probably everyone. Yeah. I know Mulan is in the works right now. Dumbo, uh, Dumbo's coming yeah. this year. Aladdin's coming this Lion year. King's Lion King's coming. coming. This year. Damn, that's a lot of Disney movies. I didn't even really piece that together. But what else are they gonna do? I know Peter Bell. Mulan Pan, is in Snow White. I don't think Snow they've White. done. Did you say Peter Pan? Yeah, yeah. Which they've already done like spinoffs and yeah. shit. But um, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, they're gonna do every I'm Disney movie. Ever I mean, made. I feel like it'll be in a tramp. it'll be good. Those some dogs. Actually, I think I did see that's in the yeah. works. So yeah. it'll be all of them. Yeah. Okay. This one I'm excited to hear your thoughts on. So um, Steve Carell and the creator of The Office will put together a workplace comedy called Space Force. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Okay. So I don't really know much about it. So. They're like taking like a real life thing. Yeah, Trump I created think. Space Force. Okay, so yeah. that's Trump. That's why I thought I, I saw people talking like it's a slap in Trump's face. I don't know if it'll actually be like a, a diss or anything. Yeah, like, it's probably just going to be them. the premise of it. I think is a diss, but right. they're just going to do their thing. Right. But Stupid comedy, but instead of in the office, I, it'll be like I genuinely think this is going to be the office in space. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just do reboot the office. This would be much better than this. You think? Yeah. I still think this has potential to be hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be funny. <laughs> like, could you around. imagine a, just a workplace comedy just in space? Like, I don't know. It's just fucking funny. Steve Carell can't play like a naive manager. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's got to be, he's gonna be a completely different role. <laughs> he's it, True. What if they just do this same what if guy? It, what if this is Michael Scott. <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd or what if it's Michael Scarn? <laughs> <laughs> just like a slightly different yeah. name that'd be that'd be funny that'd be funny um i don't know when that that they gave like not even really a teaser but they announced it in terms of yeah. a teaser so maybe that's coming they soon just, i don't know if they're funny they would just do the same cast that was like that would be savagery and then they're all just in astronaut suits yeah like just rebrand <laughs> them uh it's funny as hell okay let's move on to some sports um NFL playoffs, man, they they spoiled us. Yeah, great championship Sunday, man. I it was, was almost crazy. glad the Cowboys weren't playing because if they would have lost been more in stressful. either of those fashions, you would have been, been a heartbreaker. <laughs> yeah, there would be a hole in one of your walls at your house, or you're not on yeah, that I level. Or I punched a hole in my door Taylor before, had so. a black eye. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm damn, just kidding. Damn, damn. We're, we're not, not promote domestic life. violence on this <laughs> this podcast. I was a joke. All right, it, all right. I'm so bad one at it, but. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the NFC Championship, I guess we'll start with. The Rams beat the Saints 26-23 to in overtime. Great game. Uh, I was rooting for the Rams. I know Same. you were. Oh, you were rooting for the I Rams. I was torn. I was torn. 
Because I know the whole like storyline with Drew Brees getting another one. That's cool. But yeah. like I don't know. Something about the Rams I'm just a big fan of. I love McVay. Yeah. I also love Sean Payton. I love Drew Brees. I was really torn on this game. Like It was a good game. I was literally – I hate Clay Travis. I don't know if you know who Clay Travis is. But he spent mm. like $60,000 to like buy this bet – for the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Uh, so I was kind of rooting for the Rams because fuck f- him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I was glad the Rams won. Okay. Do you have, like, any big takeaways? I know, obviously, I, I know we're going to talk about the missed pass interference call or if they're even – if in your eyes it was a missed one. Yeah. Um, is that the kind of biggest takeaway? I, I, what do you want to What do you want to break down Yeah, here? I'm going to be honest. I was – Dog ass sick during this game. So you're kind of so, dozing. Uh, the fourth quarter, I literally woke up right before the PI call. Oh, really? Or okay. the non PI call. So I, I missed, you know, little chunks and bits of this game. But yeah. Um, that, no, that's the, okay. the Saints uh, controlled the game early on, but they had two possessions that ended in field goals instead of touchdowns. So they're only up 13 to nothing after pretty much controlling the whole first half yeah. or the first quarter. Uh, and then right before halftime, they give up the touchdown. So it was like, what, 13 to 10 going into half or something along those lines. Um, so if they would have just scored touchdowns on those two possessions, they probably win this game. And we're not even talking about a, a missed PI call or overtime yeah. or anything like that. They just kind of blew it early. Like they just got kind of stuck in the red zone and couldn't score. I think Sean Payton got a little cute with the Taysom Hill stuff. Um, yeah, big time. Like I he know was trying to implement it him every hard. like he'd been doing it all year, but it, at some it point felt it's like, like he was just like trying to try. It. Yes, yeah. yes. It, yeah. It. I think it cost him some. Like, is he point, like a quarterback though? Is that his position? He was a quarterback at BYU. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember him now. Yeah. So okay, because he played a little quarterback, like a little receiver. I think did they put him? He's on special teams. Back too? He's yeah, a yeah, kick I returner. Saw, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he's were, technically Sean Payton said he's the fastest guy on the team. Really, interesting. Believe it if you want. I don't, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, so like he's been doing like the wildcat stuff all year. Sure, but, but it, it just felt like he brought it out way too much. Big time. Yeah, big time. I will say in terms of the pass interference like being missed. Yes, it was a big miss call, but there were a bunch of calls and or plays that could have swung the game. In either direction, like oh, there was so an incomplete pass right before that where they could have, you yeah, know, burned forty more seconds. Like, yeah, they mishandled the clock the whole time during that drive. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yes, that was the most blatant of missed calls, but I think call. there were call. also a bunch. And I know you're a big uh, bash ref guy, so bash the ref guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The refs kind of sucked during that game, in my mind. Like, yeah, I mean, they like a lot, time, a lot, uh, a lot against the Rams too. No, yeah, know? absolutely. Like, so it's. I mean, obviously that one was the biggest one. Yeah, and listen, you had the ball first in overtime. You had a chance to go win. You didn't. Like, exactly. Exactly. Was, we'll talk about it overtime when we get to to the Chiefs stuff because I got quite a bit to say about it. But okay. Okay. You had your chance. Like at the end of the day, like it's hard for me to say. With some exceptions, because there are. Do the Chiefs or do the Saints win that game if they get that penalty? Yeah. Like, I think they have a legitimate right to get pissed. But it's not like they were losing when that happened. Yeah. And so, since they didn't get that call and they turned it over on downs, like, that's why they lost. Like, you still had opportunities after that really bad call to win the game 
and you didn't take advantage. That's why you lost. Mm-hmm. Like not because of that one call, but because you you didn't take advantage of the other stuff. True. So that to me is why you lost. Okay. And then one last thing. Um, one last thing on the Rams. Uh, what was wrong? Did, have they come out and said anything about Todd Gurley? Yeah, he's they had a bad really... ankle or something okay. for like the last month. Okay. So because it was very noticeable that they use uh, is it C.J. Anderson? Anderson? Yeah. Um, more than Todd Gurley, which is kind of a big eye opener in my mind, at least, because yeah. Todd Gurley is yeah, he's an not OG. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right, the AFC Championship. We have the Patriots. They beat the Chiefs thirty-seven to thirty-one in overtime as well. Um, you said you had a lot to talk about here. Do you just want to go straight into the overtime? Yeah, we don't need to talk about anything else. Okay. So everybody and their mom was pissed off about overtime rules. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right. Like, sure. you see it all over Twitter. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You got to change it. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> I hate Tom Brady as much as the next guy. Yeah. Like, I am no fan of Brady, no fan of Belichick. We can appreciate his greatness. No fan of the Patriots. Exactly. Yeah. No, not a fan. So, where were you during the Saints game? <laughs> Did you bitch about the overtime rules during the Saints game? Because if you didn't, is this just like two Twitter people out there? Or? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> like, you're looking me right in the eye, if, like, like that's you're my staring into my you're soul. You're not fucking consistent. If you hate the overtime rule because your team got fucked, no, they didn't. It's been the same fucking overtime rule for like three years, and really, it's the same rule as like ten years ago, except for they made it more fair, where they said. Just don't give up a fucking touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's not the. It's not, it's not anybody else's fault except for the Chiefs that their defense is fucking ass. <laughs> I will say that. Right? Like, yeah, like, you're right. Like, okay, I get it. Mahomes is the MVP. You want him to have the ball. It would have been he cool. Hit the fucking ball. I all agree. Game. I agree. It, hit it all it game, just, Trey. It, it, it would have been cool to see him get that opportunity. Yeah, I just, guess what? I'm not saying have like, a defense. I'm not saying in terms of the rules. I'm just saying in terms of like yeah. a game. I think it'd be cool have a to defense. See. Literally like that. Like literally, you just have to keep them out of putting it in the end zone. Yep. You know how many times like you didn't. I like I don't know what else to say. No, I'm not I'm not arguing like, that. I just if, if this were against the Broncos, nobody would care. Like nobody would be like they would be like, Wow, that was a great fucking game. <laughs> like too bad Pat Mahomes. Like Chiefs fans would be pissed. But like everybody's like, overtime rules got changed, man. <laughs> Gotta fucking change them. I feel like you you saw. I did not really see this much oh, uproar on no, Twitter. It's fucking everywhere. Yeah, like all the stupid ass talk shows. Yeah, all okay. of them. Okay, we gotta change. The, no, you don't. No, you don't. They're like, are they perfect? No. But what we're we gonna do? College overtime? Yeah, where you're getting where the you ball the twenty five yard line? Yeah, it's just sit like, there and watch twelve overtimes. Yeah, I don't want to fucking watch that. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it'd be hard to come up with something that everyone agrees on and that works in terms of watch, like, for an audience and in terms of, like, the gameplay. Like, it'd be hard. And safety. Yeah, exactly. It'd it'd be hard to come with something. And, again, you had an opportunity to stop them, and you didn't. Yeah. That's no one's fault but your own. Yep. I I mean, That's the shit that drives me nuts. Oh, we got screwed. No, you, didn't. you knew the fucking rule before the game, and guess what? Like, no one, no one went into that game saying, "I'm on record before the game starts. These NFL <laughs> overtime rules fucking suck, <laughs> and I'm going to complain about them." Because you know what? If the Chiefs would have got the ball first and scored a touchdown, do you think anybody would have complained? 
I mean, around here, us being in the Midwest, probably no. Anywhere. Like, <laughs> even Patriots fans probably wouldn't fucking care that much. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't have gave up that drive with 30 seconds left. Yeah. You're passionate about this. Yeah, I because li- I think I it's like bullshit. Pitch. Yeah. Cheese fans, no offense, because I, I know we have some that listen. <laughs> Man, y'all are fucking dumb sometimes. All right. Brandon is hot takes here. I, I, do you I, think it drives me? This nuts. is this is very speculative here, but do you think Mahomes could have gotten the job done in overtime if he had the opportunity? Who fucking cares? Damn, you didn't. You didn't. I know you're not a big Mahomes guy. I'm not really either. I oh, he's he, a baller. Like when, I, he, when he got drafted, I I was like oh, completely yeah, no. like this guy's gonna be you a go bust. Go about Twitter. But but I made fun of him a lot. But dude. He, I, I'm, I'm getting, baller. I'm getting more and more on board, especially with how he almost came back and won that fucking game. Like, god damn! Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's a stud. Is he the MVP? No, oh, yeah, no doubt. Clear cut, clear cut. You think they will give it to him, yeah. even though they lost? And you know, yeah. They're okay. Cool. I think he probably deserves it too. Um, all right. Should we do a slight Super Bowl preview? I mean, we could do. We're prob- we'll probably do a podcast after the game, and we'll break it down. Yeah. But well, we'll also watch the game together. We'll do like a, a video. Sure. Okay, I'm down for that. Do you do you even want to say what team you want yet, or? Uh, well, I'm rooting for the Rams. My oh, rooting def- interest def- is definitely for the me Rams. too. But you're gonna hold off on your actual prediction until yeah. our video. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That is fine. I just want to point this out because I think it's kind of cool. I think this is just a storyline. It'd be cool. Wouldn't it be poetic if the young gun, Jared Goff, took out Tom Brady and the dominant Patriots, similar to when Tom Brady was the young gun who took down the dominant Rams in the Super Bowl? I just think or be the would it be poetic if Tom Brady finishes career and by winning against the, the same team he beat in his first one? That You could go that route too. I tweeted right after the game. Could we see Brady, Belichick, Gronk all retire if they win this Damn. game? Do you actually think that? Good. Shit. Could you imagine? I think Gronk will retire. I think Gronk's done. Really? Yeah. I think his body's fucking beat up, man. Yeah. I think he's over it. He almost retired last year. I know. So I, know. I think he's going to be a movie star. I think or he's fucking over it. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine like a Patriots team without Tom Brady? It's just kind of unfathomable. Like they yeah. probably would suck, honestly. It depends on. It depends. I like, mean, if, let's, if say, let's, stays, let's say Belichick and Brady go. Like, do, yeah, yeah, do they, they automatically suck? Fu- I mean, they're not. Maybe don't suck. Barely make the playoffs. Maybe. Uh, uh, probably not. Probably like a five hundred team. Okay. It's crazy. That'd be interesting to think about. All right, we'll uh, have more Super Bowl coverage though. Uh, yeah. Moving forward, so be on the lookout for that. All right, Kyler Murray, we have to kind of talk about this. Yeah. Uh, he declared for the NFL draft. We we talked about it previously on our last podcast, I think. Is this the right move for him? So let me ask you this. He declared for the NFL draft, which means he's just going to see where he gets drafted. Could he still make the decision to play baseball? Yes. Okay. Yes, he has until like February Okay. or something, because I think that's when spring training starts. Gotcha. To decide if he wants to play baseball or not. Okay. So Okay. So he's not. So out of really, baseball. so really, he couldn't wait till the draft, see where he gets drafted, and then say, "Fuck it, I'm going to play baseball." So he has to make a decision, kind of fairly yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. after, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's gonna need to know the draft's not till April. Yeah, exactly. So like, exactly. You're either going. To- what do you think? I guess. What do you think he will do, and what do you think is the smarter move? I think he'll play f- football. 
Yeah. I think it's because... And I think as long as he's a first-round pick, I think it's a smart move. Okay. Fair. Um, I think... Do you try and get in the mind of a Kyler Murray? Why do you think he's doing this? I personally think it's because baseball, it's more of a failure sport. You know, it's a long, it's 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 a longer game, whereas football is more instant gratification. You're probably in the limelight a little bit more. Yeah, you're would in you the rather big be right away? Would you rather be the starting quarterback of an NFL team or the starting center fielder of a single A team? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So right, like I, that's, I agree. That's, that's I agree. The only you're reason- probably going to make more money in the short term in the NFL. Okay, if you get a second contract, the money's probably going to be pretty similar. Yeah, depending on how much money you get in your second contract. Yeah, you probably in the long run. If and that's a big if. Like people just assume, like, yeah. oh, if you play baseball, you're gonna play forever. You're gonna make a ton of money. Yeah, and you could, he could it's suck really in depends. single A yeah, and I mean, like, not go anywhere. He he didn't have that great of a college career in baseball. So like, there's no given that he's like Mike Trout. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like. You never know how much money he could possibly make in baseball. And sure. like, some think, of the injury stuff. Yeah, I think the only pro is that it's harder on your body. In yeah, football. but I think in even some of, of like that going to baseball. is kind of overblown. You don't see many quarterbacks nowadays retiring early because like their body's fucked up. Like, well, yeah. Quarterbacks are so protected yeah, now. Yeah, most of the rules are geared towards the quarterback. Right. So, that, yeah. I think the safety thing is more of a draw than what it used to be. Okay. Okay, interesting. All right, let's move on to our last topic, music. Not a lot going on, just a couple new songs drop. Have you listened to the new J. Cole song? I haven't. Oh, it's so good, bro. Is it Middle Child, right? So good. Um, yeah, it's called Middle Child. Honestly, it's really like different. Like he's kind of I don't want to say he's singing, but there's a hint of a little autotune in it. Okay. It's kind of a banger, but he's also talking some real shit. Um I love it. It's really good. I, I really want to speculate to whether it's going to be on the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, and we talked about the sessions, about how they all went to Atlanta and yeah. tried to, a bunch of artists um, collaborated and stuff, or if it's going to be a single from a solo project. Or it could just be like a loose single. Um, he's kind of done that in the past. He has a song called High for Hours where it's just a song. So who knows? Mixtape that could, of the year. That could be it. Wasn't that? Uh, album of the year. Album of the year. Yeah, and that that was also speculated to be like a tease for So um, I don't know if it was like the video or something, but I think the video said all roads lead to the fall off. And then it said dot 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 the off season, and so people were like, "Oh my god!" Because that that uh, beat that he yeah. went on for that is that not his beat? It's like a Nas beat, I think. So people were like, "Oh my god, he's gonna do like a mixtape over yeah. different beats and shit." So people think that the off season is that, and then it's gonna be the fall off. So this is an original song. So is it going to be on the fall off? Is it going? To, is it just like a promotional single, like? Um, Drake did for Summer 16. Remember that? Yeah. So a lot of things that could be happening here. One, in terms of my article that I wrote, Dreamville versus TDE. Dreamville looks like they're going to dominate 2019 right now. It's crazy. So I'm excited to see yeah. what happens there. 
At least so. early on, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And who knows when we'll actually see Revenge of the Dreamers right. 3. It may be mid-year, so who knows. Um, and then another song that dropped, uh, Keanu Reeves by Logic. Yeah. Did you listen to this I one I haven't yet? heard this one yet okay. either. This one's really good, too. So my favorite part. So he kind of plays a joke where uh, kind of the running joke about Logic not to me, but like in terms of people who I guess don't like him is he always talks about how he's biracial. Yeah. And so he says, um, did you know I'm mixed like Obama? And they said, it ain't a project of logic. Ain't talking about being biracial. It's just funny as hell. <laughs> like, it, it's a really good song. It's fun. I don't, the more and more I look into it and like see his tweets and people around him tweeting, I think this is just going to be a Lucy song. I don't think it's going to be yeah. connected to anything, but I'm okay with that. I'm cool with like rappers just dropping songs randomly every once in a while. Yeah. Cause the logic has a lot going on. I, yeah, I think we're going to get like an album maybe this year, but he also has that book coming. So I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out. So, um, yeah, a lot going on here. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have anything else? No. So look out. We might have a uh, um, lot going on. Uh, we'd like cinematic, to do yeah, uh, unfiltered cinematic. Unfiltered cinematic. First one of the year. Hopefully yes. we can get to that. You'll see we'll like some a super, video, super Bowl, Bowl co video. coverage. Maybe get some Oscar yep, coverage yeah, of we'll some like, sort. We're going to try and do something for the Oscars. Uh, we got the new Don and Gumas. We'll see how long that lasts. And if people like it, shout us out and let us know. And then we're going to keep it going with this podcast, the OG podcast. So hey, we got something in the works on uh, yes, basketball some podcast, sports shit, some sports shit. Um, we don't have a name for that one quite yet, but we'll, we'll uh, get there. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in beta. We'll put it in beta. So, yes, sir. So a lot, lot coming down the lot pipeline, coming, a lot coming. And then, uh, I got my February. I, I actually don't really have a clear cut topic, but like I said, at the beginning of the year, I'm going to try and do an article a month. So I got some things percolating there. So, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a fun year. And you got to read my screenplay that I just finished. Yes. I'm in the process. I'm also going to do a mock draft article for. Hell yes. For that. You're more than welcome to write whatever the fuck you want, bro. Let's get this money. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited for you to read the script, bro. It's, I am too. I, want, I, I think it's funny. I want somebody <laughs> else to let me know if Confirm I'm funny it's or not. Funny. Yes. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, all right. This is uh, Are You Entertained? Thank you for sticking with us and listening. Uh, tell your friend to tell a friend to like, share, and let's get this money, and we'll be back for more. Stay safe.